Curiosity is not a sin, Harry, but you should exercise caution. It's a pensive, very useful if, like me, you find your mind a wee bit stretched. It allows me to see once more things I've already seen. What you are looking at are memories. This file contains the most particular memory. I'd like you to see it, if you will. Hello and welcome to Into the Pensieve. I am Esme Mulberry and I am joined by... Vicky Farmer. Today we are going to be talking about The Order of the Phoenix, which is Harry Potter Book 5. Um, and just so you know, there will be spoilers of this book, books after it, and books before. So if you haven't read all the Harry Potter books, I would not recommend listening to this. Um, so let's get started. Okay, um, so the book starts off with the Dementor attack, and then Harry's just kind of sad because he has to go to a trial, and he's worried that he's going to get expelled. Well, you didn't explain what the Dementor attack is, Vicky. A bunch of Dementors came and tried to attack Harry and Dudley. But then he used the Patronus charm. Yes, which made him using illegal underage magic. And then the... Eventually, the Order of the Phoenix comes and picks him up and takes him over to number 12 Grimmauld Place. And he meets new people. That's like Tonks. And, yeah. Does, like, it's kind of weird because it is so close to kidnapping, but no one <laughs> questions it. Because, yeah. like, even though the Dursleys probably wouldn't let Harry go, they should still be told. Yeah, and don't they trick the Dursleys into leaving? Yeah, that's... Like, <laughs> there's yeah, a reason they don't like wizards. Yeah, just show up and be like, hey, we need to take Harry to his hearing later, so let us let us kidnap him for a while. Yeah, another thing I don't understand is, wouldn't the Dursleys want Harry to leave because they don't like him there? Yeah, well, I guess they just don't want him to have fun, and they know that he has fun in the wizarding world, so I don't know. Yeah, but he's not in their house. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, and then a little bit... And then he has to go to his hearing. And he's trialed by the whole wizarding... Gamot? Gamot? I don't know. I don't know how you say that. Wizard Gamot? I don't know. Okay. So, yeah. And he's uh, cleared of all charges, sadly. Which... I don't know. But... Yeah. Because it's kind of... The thing that's weird... You know how they say that, like, you can tell when magic is happening in a certain place but you can't tell who does it you know yeah so they should what they should do if there's a case of underage magic couldn't they just take harry's wand and see if he performed that spell like with dobby and stuff like yeah because yeah that would make more sense but then when he blew up his aunt marge then that was his fault. that doesn't count because that was without a wand oh because you know how like younger wizards they perform magic without meaning to even though they don't have a wand like that's what that was that's why he doesn't get in trouble for it oh okay did you not miss that did you miss that whole thing in the book about how they don't expel people for doing that <laughs> yeah i think i did okay so yeah <sighs> i but i i think he, sh- he should have been arrested for the thing in the second year with the pudding bowl because they knew he did it but i, mean, I don't know like because they thought he did but i guess it's because i don't know yeah yeah and also the thing is is like also in this case he performs magic in an 
alleyway, but how do they know it's him? Because, like, they would know that he lives there. But like, they, they know that there are no other... They know they knew that there were no other wizards Yeah, but, around. like, someone could come to visit Harry or, like, something. Because, like, wizards have come to his house before and done magic things, you know? Like, uh, Mr. Weasley performed magic in his house, but you didn't get in trouble for that. Oh, maybe. But I think maybe the ministry knows when wizards visit Harry. I don't know. But didn't Mr. Weasley kind of illegally to connect his house with the flu network in this fourth year to get him? Well, he asked a ministry official to connect it. So. <laughs> but it wasn't officially like approved. Like I don't think you can just do that. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's just friends with the guy and he's like, hey, it's Harry Potter. Can I do something? <laughs> okay, so, yeah. And then Ron and Hermione become prefects, and Harry gets extremely mad at them. And Which doesn't make much sense, because why would you be mad at them? They didn't, like, I they know, don't right? choose. But he, I think he was also mad at Dumbledore, too. Because, yeah. I don't think Dumbledore chose well in his prefix. Well, Hermione's good, but not yeah, Ron. Yeah, Ron, because there are, there are other, you know, fifth-year Gryffindors that are boys, like they could have chosen Neville or Dean or Seamus. Well, Neville would be a great prefect. Yeah, but it also would be good for Neville because then he, he real he rea- it, it boosts his confidence because yeah, like he can more stand up to like Malfoy and stuff because he has power. Yeah, and he'll realize, oh, I was chosen for this. That means yeah. Dumbledore thinks I'll be good at this, you know. And also, Dumbledore would probably know that it'd be really weird if both of Harry's best friends were chosen and he yeah. wasn't i think that harry can understand having hermione be the prefect because he's not a girl yeah. so he can't <laughs> be chosen by uh but also like but then um it has like i i, I think harry's just being really selfish when he's like yeah i should have been instead of ron it's like then how would ron feel if both of his best friends were chosen it has to be someone yeah like i think because i feel like harry and ron would like prefer it if both of them weren't prefects because then they could just have a good laugh at prefects yeah. all the time like they do with the slug club when harry doesn't show up in the sixth book yeah and like ron doesn't really do his prefect duties like you yeah. don't see him doing that much except for on the train other than that like he's just like i'm a prefect respect me like that's the only yeah, way and one time he forces a first year out of a chair but i think that might have just been because he was a sixth year yeah he was just older that was not because he was prefect but then hermione gives it back to the student which is nice yeah yeah i don't think ron Ron should not have been chosen yeah he's not gonna make a good prefect like i think maybe dumbledore was just trying to anger harry you know trying to get him to blow up at his friends well he well okay 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 here's what i think i think dumbledore knew that harry was had all this anger bottled up inside of him right so then he created a way for Harry to channel all that anger out. And instead of having it be channeled out at him, it would be channeled out at Harry's friends. Or instead of having it be channeled out at someone who was innocent, you know, like maybe Harry would accidentally blow someone up. You know, like he decided that it would be better to have Harry get really mad at his friends. I don't know. Well, like, also, he does say that, like, he didn't think Harry would want like the responsibility of a prefect because he was gonna explain to him at some point like all of like the stuff he explains in this sixth like 
he didn't want him to have the extra pressure, but... But then he becomes Quidditch captain, which... That's different. Yeah, but it still has kind of But, like, Quidditch captain, it's, like, probably once a week you have your duties, but then, like... But you also have to plan when the uh, practices are. That's probably not that hard. You just probably go to McGonagall's office and it's like, hey, can we have a practice on this day? And she's like, okay, yeah, sure. And that's it. I would personally hate to be Quidditch captain or Prefect. Yeah, like, be responsible for... I think... I would like being a Prefect, but it would get tiring after a while. Yeah, happening to always be good and always getting people well, the, the, the the bathrooms would be really nice because you get that like that whole swimming pool bathtub why so is fun. the bath so big so you can exercise <laughs> how many people wash? are taking a bath at once together well that'd be weird because then like what if someone is allergic to the bubbles like they have sensitive skin yeah i bet what if someone because like they say that they're like hundreds of different taps what if someone memorized what all of them <laughs> were <laughs> Or they, then they just put them all in at once, and it was all bubbles and no water. What Harry did was he just put them all in at once, didn't he? I think he just put some random ones on. Oh. Okay, so uh, then he rides the train, and he meets Luna Lovegood for the first time, and he's sitting alone with Neville and Luna. Isn't he also with Ginny? Um, yeah, he is. He's with oh, Ginny. Oh, okay. And, um, and then Cho comes in, and he's like... I wish he'd seen you with some cooler people. And it's like, you don't know any cooler people. <laughs> and also, like, I, f- I don't like how the first time he meets Luna, he's like, ugh, she's weird. And it's like, you're weird, too. Everyone's weird in different ways. Yeah, Luna's cool. Luna's uh, is reading a magazine, and it's upside down. And she clearly has a reason, because there's a Yeah, s- it's not like she just reads upside down. That'd be cool if she could, though. Yeah, that would be cool. But- a lot of people probably can, but like just fastly, you can yeah, read upside down. I should learn how to do that, and then I can read all my books upside down. People <laughs> think I'm really weird, and I can I, say. Ha, ha, ha. I think that the hard thing about reading upside down would be starting at the bottom of the, like starting at the bottom of the page, For and me, then it would going. be like remember which side you go across from. Like you have, oh. I bet you would get it after a while, but like you kind of remember that you have to start from the opposite well, side. Just remember to go towards the crease on one side and then on the other side go towards your hand <laughs> that applies <laughs> to reading it right side up too yeah except for this time it's on different sides sure okay so anyway so yeah and then when they get off this train then harry discovers he can see a new kind of creature and he doesn't know what they are yeah and I think he could have been like, hey, Luna, what connection do we have that no one else does? And then he could have been like, well, last year I saw someone die. And Luna could have been like, I saw someone die a while ago, too. Because I also feel like Luna knows what Thestrals are as well. Like, you kind of have that feeling that you know that she knows what it is. And, like, also, I don't like how Harry is, like... um, thinking that it's a hallucination and that luna's crazy and just lying and it's like okay it's clearly not a loose it's probably not a hallucination because you can see them and another person can see them and why would she be lying about seeing it like what would you gain from lying about that yeah does he tell hermione about it hermione i think so because aren't they all at the carriage together and he says that and luna's like i can see them too wouldn't they put that in the uh Hogwarts to history, so then wouldn't she know what Harry was talking about? 
well or maybe they just wrote down there maybe they're more recent because like hag i think Hagrid's the one who trains them so i don't know like um how many years does hogwarts history cover because i know it's from the beginning of the school but how far does it go i don't know because like i don't know i don't think it's present day so i don't think they'd have it in there yeah okay so then the sorting hat gives a sorting warning (laughs) and then yeah it's just like saying all houses stand together be united yeah but they don't really need to in that year you know like (sighs) but dumbledore says at the end of the fourth book i think which is one of my favorite lines in harry potter he says we are st- we are as strong as we are united, as weak as we are divided. It's that's what they should remember because they should be friends with the Slytherins. Yeah, because not it's impossible that every single one of them is going to be a Death Eater. Because mm-hmm. like even in the Battle of Hogwarts, um, it says that Slughorn brought reinforcements into the battle. I personally, from I personally think that the reason why so many Slytherins are Death, e- are death Eaters is because they're kind of pressured into that by their peers who are becoming death eaters or want to you know because like yeah like especially in voldemort's year like because he's obviously very manipulative so he's obviously, yeah. obviously able to manipulate other students into becoming his followers and i'm also guessing that they didn't know exactly what they were doing we're like okay let's be friends with this guy because yeah. he's kind of cool yeah and then he was just like oh yeah now you're gonna have to get this dark mark and you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to get this tattoo because we're all best <laughs> friends. I'm not gonna get one because I'm too good for it. Yeah. Why does he not have one? I think it's because they're kind of painful, you know, because like they burn. But like, the only way he can summon, um, well, I them think it's by touching it. So I, I think it's his way of saying like he's superior. Well, and he doesn't. And also, I think it's because his. It's, I think it's his way of saying like that. Um without um without his servants and followers and stuff then he isn't as powerful you know like that's his way of saying that he needs them without actually having to admit that but wouldn't he rather summon them himself than have to have a death eater yeah because he's more independent than that yeah yeah i don't know because like if you're in a situation where there isn't a death eater right next to you and you're like i need a death eater next to me then well i'm guessing there's another way you can summon them yeah so or maybe he can just i don't know no never mind okay uh so moving on then they umbridge gives her speech and it's pretty interesting. Yeah. And no one bothers paying attention except for Hermione. Yeah, because I wish that it, we could have read that if only Harry had paid attention to the speech. Yeah. And also, like, it doesn't seem that long. Yeah. If Hermione's able to remember it. Yeah. Basically, word for word. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then um, they have their first day at school. Yeah. Which Umbridge is their last class because it's Bins and then Shalani, then Lunch, then Snape, then Umbridge. Yeah, and how remember the schedule? Harry yells at Umbridge and gets a detention. The thing is, is like Umbridge's strategy of teaching actually makes sense, but I don't think the basics for beginners make sense because they're probably, she says they're like been taught wrong things, but they've 
like she said that Quirrell was a good teacher for them, right? She right. Said that, but he was their first year teacher, so shouldn't they know the first year stuff at least? Yeah, and then they needed second year stuff. Well, no, second, I mean, Lockhart was okay, I guess. Yeah, he actually taught them val- valuable information because these were actual stories. He just said that he did them when he didn't. They're like, yeah, it was things. third year and fourth year that they got messed up because third year they were behind but they were learning a lot yeah but i think the reason why in fourth year they didn't do so well is because uh matt i I mean barty crouch jr was just uh kind of like teaching them so those too advanced for them you know so then they skipped over their fourth year curriculum yeah so she should at least not be doing that that they should have a set curriculum so then like yeah (laughs) because like I kind of get that the teachers would have some freedom, but they might have something like... Like stuff that they have to learn like a year. Yeah, like a list. Like you can go in any order you want. You can take as much time as you want on these subjects, but you have to cover every single one. Yeah. And, yeah. But like her teaching strategy of just reading, I guess makes sense, but it kind of doesn't. Some spells I think they might be able to learn in the classroom, but some might be too dangerous to learn. Yeah, because you don't just like stunning people in a classroom doesn't sound very safe yeah and like that one that repels people that doesn't sound very safe yeah like yeah so it's smart but it's also not yeah and then harry gets a detention and yeah yeah and then he has his first detention and he gets his second scar of his life he gets 16 excuse me because he doesn't write in cursive oh <laughs> wait or do yeah it's 16 i remember this oh 16 umbridge is the only person who leaves a lasting scar on harry's body except for voldemort yep voldemort leaves too technically because of the locket which leaves a scar on him well up to that point oh okay um that might not be a lasting scar didn't you say it's just a mark Mm, I don't know. I think it's just a mark. I don't okay, okay th- this doesn't matter. Okay. And so then Nimebridge becomes the High Inquisitor later on. She makes some rules. Which is actually good because... Yeah, because like... Hogwarts is actually not very... Uh, like, Hogwarts very need, organized system. Hogwarts needs some reform done by the Ministry. Like, because they can't just like put a headmaster in charge and be like, oh, you can do whatever you want, yeah. you know? Like, there needs to be rules f- put in place by the Ministry of Magic. Yeah, and also, like, a lot of the teachers actually aren't very good. Well, like, some of them. Like, Hagrid is actually a pretty bad teacher. Yeah. And Chelani is also a pretty bad teacher. Well, I mean, she's going by the book, so. I mean, I, I think it's just because she, like, the thing- divination's kind of hard to teach because you need to, because it only some works. Some people don't have the inner eye. Yeah, it only works for people who have the inner eye. What I think they should do is everyone's required to have one year of of divination but then if you have the inner eye you can continue with it but if you don't you can drop the subject Mm -hmm. because then it's not like you sign up for it in your third year and then you're stuck doing it for three years if you don't have the inner eye yeah and then also you feel really bad like oh i failed divination like i got a d in it but it's like you don't have the inner eye but you would probably still feel bad that you did so poorly on a subject Mm mm-hmm well, I think to succeed in the subject, all you need to do is just do what the book says. And just guess. <laughs> yeah. They look into the crystal ball and they're like, someday I will eat some more food and it will be very good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So 
yeah, she creates some good rules. And then Ron becomes Keeper while Harry's in detention. This is before she becomes High Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And, and it's weird because when he does become Keeper, Angelina's like, well, other people flew better than him. But, <laughs> you know, he shows promise. I think it's only because she wants someone who's Harry's friend to be on the team. So then Harry will do better because i think that she yeah. sees it as oh harry will be a better person if he has a friend on the team or so also like ron would be better if if harry was on the team as well because yeah. he has a friend yeah because i think that harry would be like harry and ron would feel more like they're part of the team if they have a friend with them but like fred and george are pretty much his friends yeah but not like good friends you know because they're, they're good they're, friends. they're in different years though so it's kind of harder he lives in the same house as them for a few months of the year. Yeah. Probably like one and a half overall because of the Christmas. But that's kind of like they're his sibling. They're his friend's siblings. So it's not as. Well, like he spends more time with them because like, I don't know if I have a friend like you and I see their older sibling every time I go to your house. I'm not, I wouldn't consider us friends, but Harry spends a lot of time with them. True. Okay. So then, um, they create the DA because they think Umbridge is a really bad teacher. Yeah. But she's still teaching them. Mm-hmm. She's just not actually teaching them. She's just letting them read out of the book, but. Which actually kind of sounds like fun. Yeah. Like, once you're done with a chapter, you can kind of just let your mind wander. Maybe take a piece of paper and draw something. What I think that Hermione... What I, th- what I think Umbridge should have done when Hermione said that she uh, mem- that she had already read the book is be like, well, then memorize it. Or you, you could know? say, you could have a test right, and you're like, okay, do this. And then if they get all of the questions right, you're like, I'll get you another book to read. And if they get some wrong, you're like, okay, reread the chapter that that's from so you can learn it. Like... Yeah, I'd make done that. I'd make her memorize it though, and like make her recite it word for word. You'd <laughs> <laughs> come to my office after school, recite the entire book word for word. Or what if she did that? Like, or what if she made um, her, or what if she made Hermione write lines like she did for Harry? So then she had the whole textbook just like going up in her arm. <laughs> I don't think she'd use that kind of quill though. Yeah. Okay. So then. Because that would just be really painful. <laughs> okay. It's just like all... It goes from your fingertips all the way down to your feet. Yeah. Okay. So then... um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you'd have to have like it be overlapping. Depending on how tall you are. I don't... Well, also depending on how small the type is. True. Okay. So then anyway... <laughs> they create the DA and Harry becomes the leader of it. Sadly. Well, he kind of has to be because if... An, it'd be kind of weird if anyone else was the leader because they're like okay harry what do we do because they don't really know what they're doing yeah but i think hermione should have been the leader because it says that hermione was planning the lessons wasn't it like she was giving harry ideas for the lessons she created harry, the- harry actually planned them though oh harry hmm. said that he was like planning lessons in his mind and stuff oh well he's not very organized because he's not writing them down well i don't know yeah I bet he just remembers them. Because, like, it seems like they have a lesson about once a week. So, if he plans, like, three lessons, he probably knows what he's doing. Because, like, it's just, like, okay, this lesson, we're going to learn this spell. Then this about like, it's not that hard to remember. Yeah. I think, I think Hermione would have been a better teacher, though. Because she's more. She actually taught Harry most of them. Yeah. So. She's more teachery. 
yeah but also i think she would have like more long talks about um yeah i think she like the problem would be she would drawn on about it a little bit or she does she'd have a lot of like theory stuff then more mm-hmm. just doing it yeah so anyway and yeah. then then umbridge um makes their rule of like you're not allowed to have a club unless approved by her which actually makes sense you know because let's say you have a club that's kind of I don't know how to like have a club that's kind of breaking the rules in a way you know and like you she might say you're not gonna do that anymore yeah and yeah yeah so it actually makes sense yeah and then harry realizes that they need to find a better place to hide so then don't run from your problems (laughs) yes and then dobby suggests the room of requirement and And they're all like oh yeah that's smart and then they don't give him any credit they're just like we found it ourselves yeah and yeah and then later mr weasley's attacked if i knew that room was there i would use it so much i know it's just like because like okay so you could like sleep there because like everyone else in your dormitory they like because like if you didn't want to sleep with someone who snored you could just go over to the room of crime and just sleep or you could go if you're really hungry you could go and say i want it filled with candy (laughs) there's just a bunch of candy and then would that be like real food well there's i feel like there's well i know that when dobby puts winky in there when she's drunk he said that there's like an antidote you know oh and um so like you're clearly out of like liquid and probably food too do you know what else i would do if i was trying to hide something i'll just steal a bunch of stuff <laughs> just be like Ooh, that's cool i want it yeah okay so then mr weasley's attacked and then harry goes off to the weasleys no he goes off to a place oh yeah right Grimmauld place different thing well they're close enough because the weasleys no, they're not. come to live don't they like don't they okay never mind it doesn't matter okay so anyway so then they go to Grimmauld place which i don't know why harry goes i mean yeah, it doesn't concern him yeah like i mean sure it was his vision and then why does hermione go oh wait she goes after yeah she goes after the ski but trip. i always find it's no she she doesn't go on the ski trip no she she because remember she showed up with snow hair or something she's like oh i decided i didn't like skiing and she said i decided to not to go oh because okay, it's no. snowing anyways oh okay if you're skiing how do you get snow in your hair are you falling down a lot <laughs> i don't know Hermione seems like the type would fall down a lot in skiing okay so anyway so then but also it's sad because like she was playing the trip with her parents yeah and, and she's then like she's just like guess what not going she's like oh this other my friend's dad <laughs> was injured and he's perfectly fine but i'm still gonna go and yeah visit him also like hermione doesn't spend a lot of time with her parents because almost every summer and christmas she's either at hogwarts or with the weasleys and it's like yeah and like clearly she doesn't hate her parents she clearly loves her parents and her parents love her like i think it's just because she really wants to be part of the wizarding world so yeah yeah that too i guess because i don't know okay she so thinks she's special there 
Yeah, and then after Harry goes back to Hogwarts, he has Occlumency lessons. Yeah, which he's absolutely terrible at. Yay! And those go poorly. Yeah. That just doesn't sound too bad. Well, I bet it will be worse than you imagine. But there's just a guy looking at some of your thoughts, and then you might fall down. But yeah, I mean, and he has motivation to use occlumency because isn't he scared that uh uh snape's gonna find out that he likes cho and find out that uh hermione was the one who stole from the store crowd covered in the first year yeah there's like memories here. i mean second year sorry also i feel like with the pensive you know how snape put some of his memories in it Harry should be able to do that too because there's probably private things that he does not want snape to see yeah because that's not fair but Harry just shouldn't have been going into the pensive. Because I think that the reason why Snape was so freaked out about Harry going into the pensive was because he was worried that Harry would see memories, like, of... Oh, wait, no, that hasn't happened yet. Never mind. I was going to say of Dumbledore asking Snape to kill Dumbledore, but that didn't happen yet. Yeah. Well, could have. I think it's because he didn't want Harry to know why he switched over to the good side. And, yeah. And I also think he was worried that Harry would find out that he was the one who told the prophecy and find out what part of the prophecy was because Harry doesn't know what part of the prophecy is yet. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Then Harry sees that memory. Mm-hmm. No, Tr- Trelawney's fired before he sees the memory. And oh, yeah. that's not that important, but... Yeah, yeah Trelawney and then, gets fired. But no, but then Frenzy comes. That's important. Yeah. And then they have a lesson with Frenzy. And he repeats the information that he said in the first book. Well, he doesn't. But in the first book, he keeps on going, Mars is bright tonight. But then he finally explains that Mars is the bringer of battle, which they should have kind of known, and um, that it's bright, so that means there's going to be a war. So then they're all like, oh, I get it now. And then Ron's all mad that he didn't explain more, and it's like, I think that's kind of all he knows. Yeah, and it kind of makes sense because, yeah. Yeah. Because in Roman mythology, mm-hmm. which Miss, I mean, J.K. Rowling always has connections to Roman mythology in the books. So, anyway, so then, uh, yeah, Harry sees the memory and then he's like, Ugh, my dad was a terrible person. Now I need oh, reassurance that he isn't, you know? Like, he totally is. Like, I don't get why. Harry doesn't need reassurance that his dad isn't. It's just so obvious that yeah, he is. Yeah, like, also, if everyone's saying his father is so great, and then he sees his memory and thinks, I don't think he's that nice, isn't, like, why does he need someone else to explain his opinion? Like, if his opinion is, I don't think he's very nice because he... Um, bully Snape without any reasoning he doesn't need someone to say no you're wrong he can just think that there's nothing wrong with thinking that yeah and I mean yeah cause like he, just because his dad was a bully in like school that doesn't mean he continued to be a bully yeah that doesn't mean he's a bad person yeah it just means he made some pretty big mistakes in school yeah okay and so then Harry breaks into Umbridge's office to you get reassurance fire. and then he talks to um lupin and sirius about stuff yeah and then fred and george leave then the owls start 
Yeah. I like when Fred and George leave. You know, I'm sad that they left, but it's a fun part. Yeah, I like how um they were the only students ever to be able to give Peeves an order. And also, the weird thing is, is they leave on broomstick, but isn't there a whole thing about how you can't do that? Or maybe going out of the grounds is different than going in. Yeah. What if you actually went out of the grounds and couldn't get back? <laughs> I bet I bet Dumbledore would relinquish the enchantments for all. But like, what if Dumbledore was gone? I bet. Well, maybe Mc, I don't know. I bet McGonagall probably knows how, but she's forbidden to do it unless it's mm-hmm. an emergency. I bet Flitwick could also do it. And yeah, Snape I, too. Yeah, I bet they're trusted. Yeah. Okay. So doesn't in the sixth Snape goes down and brings Harry into the castle. Yeah. So then during Harry's um astronomy owls hagrid is almost arrested and that's sad and fang gets stunned and yep. everyone cries because they don't want fang to die because he's amazing yeah and he's cute and then um during their history magic owl harry wait no before that they have their defense against the dark arts owl Mm-hmm. And Harry cheats, kind of, yeah, sort of. Yeah, he really. totally cheats. Well, I mean... It's, it's not just, exactly cheating. It's just unfair, because just because he's famous and everyone knows he can cast a Patronus, that doesn't mean you get it... Because, like, all the members of the DA can cast a Patronus, but Harry... Sh- like, the guy could say, can I just see it, and I won't give you extra points for it, but I just want to see if you can actually do it, because... If you're not giving everyone else the opportunity, you don't have the right to give him extra points. You can just tell him you're giving extra points, but he yeah. actually does. And so, yeah. I like to think that without that, he would not have gotten an outstanding. Mm-hmm. And then they break into the ministry. Because mm-hmm. Harry thinks Sirius is being tortured. Because he has that dream. Yeah, but if only he learned occlumency. Do you know what else is annoying? Is that Voldemort has this huge weapon that he uses to great effect, and then he never uses it again. Like, he's able to put that dream oh, on Harry, yeah. but he never does that again. It's I, well, once. Dumbledore says it's because it gave him excruciating pain. and No, that's not go. that dream. That's at the Ministry when, like, Voldemort, like, creepily possesses Harry, and, like, Harry says that there was, like, a creature in him that was, like, using his mouth to talk. Oh, that's what he means not the dream part well maybe he just i think that maybe voldemort felt like it was kind of like not his style i don't know but it that's a great weapon though yeah oh if i were voldemort i I would definitely use that to my advantage i think it'd be harder to trick harry because he'd be like well you did it once so you might do it again you know i don't know so yeah, then Harry breaks the prophecy, and then Dumbledore later tells him what it was. And yeah. Harry's like, oh. Oh, so that's the ministry, Sirius Black dies. Yeah. <sighs> and Harry tries to go through the veil to get him. <laughs> and Ron <laughs> gets some spell on him. Oh, with the so brain. So he's acting weird. And one of my favorite lines in all of Harry Potter comes up, because they were in... Um, the planet room with all the planets and stuff and they're like floating around well harry's not but um luna explains this and then ron goes over to harry and he's like we saw uranus up close (laughs) that's a good joke except for it's actually not that funny but it's still really funny it's not very appropriate though it's not that inappropriate 
Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Okay. It's a planet, Vicky. <laughs> you just jump to the worst conclusion, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> okay. So, that counts. Yeah, the end. So, now we do the awards. Yeah. So, f- we are doing... We start with Teacher of the Year, but it is on how they are as a teacher, not how they are on, as a character. And we have Chelani, McGonagall, Snape, and Hagrid. Well, Chelani's probably not. And yeah, Hagrid's she, probably she, not because <laughs> they were both fired. So, yeah. You know. And wait, what were the others? McGonagall and Snape. Oh, um, well, Snape did pretty well. Yeah, I thought because like Snape gives, um, Umbridge fake fear to serum for Harry. Like, yeah, and he teaches them well. So like, he clearly doesn't let other teachers ruin what he wants to do and his goals yeah and also yeah i just think he's a good teacher Mm-hmm. i think he would win that one yeah Huzzah although mcgonagall did uh give harry advice for his career but that's not that important yeah that's and, not yeah because he doesn't even deserve to be an or yeah, i don't even he know what he wants to be yeah like he's basically a cop Oh, I think it's because... Oh, I, th- I I remember. Okay, so it's because he was like... I think it's because he didn't really think that he was going to be fighting the Death Eaters in his seventh year. I mean, the Voldemort in his seventh year. I think because uh, he, mm-hmm. he was like... Uh, if he was going to hunt down Voldemort, then who better yeah, to so join? Yeah, like a those? legal reason, too. Like, yeah. he's not just hunting down this guy. He has... Yeah. Like, he's like, well, I'm an or so... I can yeah. do whatever I want. <laughs> so, I, well, Snape wins. Okay, so then we have, um, for student of the year, we have Harry Potter, Hermione Granger, Ernie McMillan, and Draco Malfoy. Um, Draco Malfoy, I mean, sorry, Ernie McMillan is pretty good because, like, we learned about his OWL study habits in this And book. he's doing very well. Yeah, because he's studying for hours on I bet, hours. okay, this is what I think. I think he actually got all, all O's and Hermione didn't so yeah because the better th- student the amounts of time he was spending studying he had better got yeah. all o's. although i don't think he was i don't think he really expected himself to get all those i think he probably wanted an e at most it's like i don't think he really he expected i think i'd be okay with an e yeah i'd be okay with an e an o or an a i'd, I'd be kind of disappointed if i got an a but i yeah. wouldn't be like oh, i got an a getting an a would be like getting a b and no, then, uh, outstanding is like an A. No, I I feel like an outstanding is like an A plus, and exceeds expectations is like an A, and then an a, a, uh, and then an A is like a B. But like outstanding is because like I don't know. I feel like B is more exceeds expectations because like you know how to be doing well in a class they want you to have A's and B's basically like C's yeah. are okay. So like I feel like exceeds expectations is more like a b because you're doing well in that class but then outstanding is like you're having a so you can be in the highest grade possible because yeah also i don't think they really offer extra credit points normally in yeah okay those. so i think ernie Mc- actually no hermione did really well too but not as well as ernie okay he wins huzzah because ernie cared so much about his studies that he would join a club that was being run by harry yeah which i wouldn't have done and he has a prefect too yeah that's pretty good and he listened to umbridge's speech too 
like it said he was kind of glassy eyed but that like that just happens you know sometimes your eyes just glaze over that doesn't mean you're not listening yeah that happens to me all the time like i just stare at one but even if he wasn't listening at least had the decency to make it look like he was listening yeah and not be rude Mm -hmm. also i just kind of feel bad for umbridge in that situation because like she's giving a speech and like no one listens yeah teachers but then she's seen how they can listen to Dumbledore, you know? Yeah. So she's... And, like, I think it would have been better if she... Just... Ha- if Dumbledore just hadn't given a speech, if he just let D- Umbridge do it, because she's a ministry official. Yeah. So she would have been able to do a better job. And then Umbridge wouldn't have realized, oh, Dumbledore's actually better at maintaining the students than me. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just... Maybe she just was like, oh, it's because I don't know them yet. Cause yeah. She, like, they don't see it as a person of authority yeah so next we have um best new character we have luna lovegood umbridge tonks and randomly mundungus fletcher (laughs) oh yeah i think that this is kind of going to be between umbridge and luna yeah because they're both so good and so depthful because like umbridge i wouldn't in real life probably like her as a person but i love her in the books because she just moves the story along and she's like the character who's evil but no one would really want to cross you know but like people but she's also like not evil at the same time you know because like yeah she's not like a death eater but like um jk rowling said that she's actually more evil than voldemort because voldemort calls himself the dark lord so he acknowledges Mm -hmm. that he's evil but umbridge is just that's her personality so i think she's actually a great character because she's like that person yeah, but Luna Lovegood, I would love to be able to meet her. And yeah. she's a great character, too. Mm-hmm. And she goes and breaks into the ministry with Harry. Yeah, and, like, people always think she's kind of just this random person. But she, she's in the DA. She breaks into the ministry with Harry. She's in the Battle of Hogwarts. Um, she's, like, once Harry Ron and Ryan leave, she's one of the, like, main three people for um, Dumbledore's army. Like, she's actually a really strong character. Yeah, why didn't no one... Well, I think they kind of were in their mind. I think that Luna would win that. Yeah. Um, next, we have Best Magical Creature. And we have the Thestral, Ascendar, um, Hedwig, and Little Cute Pigvigin. Um Well, Thestrals are pretty important. They take them to the Ministry. Yeah. Which they could have just used broomsticks, but they decided, let's use something no, that they we can't even they see. They don't all have brooms. Oh, yeah, right. Because Neville... No, not Neville. Sorry. Ginny and Ron. Wait, does Ginny have broomstick? I think she does. Yeah, Ginny does. They both have broomsticks. Harry um, has a broomstick. No, but his is locked up, remember? Oh, yeah, right. He could have just summoned it. Like No, but it's like, because after Fred and George did, it was like in a room where you couldn't summon it. Oh. So, why didn't Ember just do that in the first place? Because she didn't think that they would summon it. Because she like locked them in, so she thought, oh, that's going to be good enough, <laughs> but it wasn't. Okay. Well, thestrals are important. But also the centaurs were pretty important, too, because... But thestrals made Harry think that he was crazy. <laughs> That's for, true. For a while. But um, the centaurs told him they were going to have a war. And thestrals were also part of the reason why Hagrid got fired. So then Hagrid... So then, um, like, people were finally able to realize, oh, Hagrid's not a good teacher. He should be fired, you know? Because yeah. of Umbridge's report. I think... Thestrals would actually probably win. Yeah. Huzzah. So next we have Best Villain. And we have Bellatrix, 
um, Voldemort, Cornelius Fudge, and Lucius Malfoy. Well, I think that Cornelius Fudge is probably the biggest villain in this book. Yeah, besides Voldemort, because Cornelius is, like, telling everyone that Harry is crazy and, like, no one should Yeah, and him. he's able to convince the whole wizarding community. Except for a few people. Yeah, but those people are just all I think sweeties. by the end, most Hogwarts students believe Harry. Yeah, well, but that's just because they're stuck in a building with a headmaster who believes that and a student yeah, who but and a couple other students who believe that and yeah yeah but i think he's still probably the biggest villain because no matter how many times harry's gonna say that he's not crazy and voldemort's back no one's gonna believe him because fudge said that he's crazy and yeah. also um, and fudge realized and fudge knew that harry was in the uh and stuck in the Dursleys, so then he was able to play that to his advantage and be like, oh, he can't, he doesn't have any communication with the wizarding world right yeah. now. So, like, Harry couldn't take his, like, I think that if Harry hadn't been in the Dursleys, he probably could have done interviews with, like, the Daily Prophet or the Quibbler or whatever. Well, he doesn't know what the Quibbler is at this point, but he could have done with the Daily Prophet, and then yeah, he would have been pretty good. Because then he wouldn't have been I think crazy. Fudge would actually win. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for listening to Into the Pensieve. Next time we're going to be talking about Harry Potter Book 6, The Half-Blood Prince.